Welcome to Dual Delivery with Todd and Pat, where we give you our point of view. P-A-T, can I kick it? Yeah, 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 yeah. What up, dreamers and dreamettes? We are back. What's up, Patty? How's it going, buddy? Back on this Monday, February 28th. Last day. Woo! Last day of... Yeah. Yeah. Didn't think of that. <clears throat> I can't wait. Spring's around the corner. Come on with it's it. It's going to be warm this week. Ready I'm excited. We're, uh, let's dive into this. You, When we left last week, you posed a question yes, sir. to me and Clay, and it said, are you okay with losing? And you followed that up with let your mind wander. Yeah. And my mind wandered a lot. <laughs> Over the course of this last week. Um, so today we're going to dive into that question. And uh, are you okay with losing? You're going to have some different aspects on it. Um, it might not be what you think. and uh, But anyways, we'll, we'll see what we can get into on this. So yeah. uh, when you asked me, um, are you okay with losing? So I'd, I was thinking to myself... Um, like, I played a lot of sports growing up, and so that side of it is where I went to initially. Right. And, uh, which I hate losing. But then I started reflecting, like, okay, let your mind wander, right? So I started thinking about just life in general, and and uh, I came to the conclusion that I am okay with losing um, in the right way. Right. Um, and I think that's... For everybody, if you're losing in the right way and you self-reflect um, and you can refocus and uh, you know what the the end goal is um, or what you're wanting to achieve, or um, it can really uh, make, make you succeed better. Right. Um, so the answer to your question is yes, I am okay with losing um, as long as it's if you took the time to focus on losing, then yes. Yeah. Yeah, because it's hard, man, because in life, you know, uh, there is no really end goal because you always continue trying to get better. And so uh, in sports, you can actually have things that can represent the end, as in rings and Super Bowls and championships and all those different things. But in life, you don't really have you just have uh, pinnacles. So you, you hit at one pinnacle and now you're trying to hit another pinnacle. And so for me. I was just like, man, you're going to have some stumbles. And I wouldn't call those losses. I just was call those learning when you're just figuring out, all right, this is where I had a hiccup. What can I do better to get out of that hiccup and then get back on the right track and go to where it is that I want to go? So that's where I was at. And I was just I was thinking about it uh, on the way here. And I was just was like, man, when Mike was winning, that's M, that's MJ Michael Jordan. When he was winning, it was like his wins were the things that I remember because it was like he didn't just win one title. It was like he three peated. So that means he set the standard for what it was to be a champion. And those that even Tom Brady, and even though that's why people hate him, it's because he set the standard for winning. And so when I see those things, I'm like, okay. I don't want to be that person that just wins one time. I want to win multiple times. That way I can be able to say, this is how you do it. I've got the recipe. Yeah, so when it comes to 
so like you mentioned, sports. Yep. You go into a, the NFL season, your ultimate goal is to win the Super Bowl. It's either win it or the 31 other teams lose. Right. And, and you know, that's the ultimate goal. In life, there's not – you don't want to go into life and, and say, okay, I want to win uh, – <laughs> you know, I, I just want to – let's just say your goal is to own a business. Yeah. Okay. You get your business license. You open the doors. Okay, I'm done. Right. I'm good. Right? Right. Um, how do you grow the business? And then as you plateau, let's just say it's just one business. Or is your now uh, you're striving to open multiple of them? Do you franchise them? Um, yeah. You grow your numbers. Uh, you might move to another building because it's bigger now. So yep. you don't. You don't just say, okay, well, I want to open a business. My doors are open and I'm good. Right. Um, and I think really what, what we're getting into here is sports is the easy one to go to. For and sure. there's some things we'll talk about because it's easy to relate to when it comes to sports. But really we want to dive into the life aspect of it yep. um, and your everyday challenges and, and losing, whether it's um, a loss of life in your family or – uh, maybe you lost all your money and you're bankrupt, or maybe you, you know, whatever it may be in life, you lost your business, uh, right. uh, you lost and didn't get the job you wanted or whatever it is. So there's a multitude of things here. We'll try to encompass a lot of them, but I, I do like you brought up MJ Yeah, and everybody talks about his six rings, right? Three Pete, he takes the year off, comes back three Pete. That's all mostly you ever hear. Yeah. Um, you don't realize that it took him till his seventh year to actually win a championship. Yep. Yep. Um, so that diversity, all those losing seasons and the losses in the playoffs. and um, But he maintained that focus uh, and reinvented himself and was laser focused and got his team to follow him. Um, and I wrote, this was a big one. I wrote it down um, when you talk about a business or we're talking about sports, but they talk about uh, um, diversity. So, like, all those years of losing, those teams changed, right? right? And so in losses, you have to uh, reflect, refocus, what do I need to change? And a lot of that comes with being more diverse, having a more diverse group of people that you put yourselves around. Yeah. You might have, let's just say basketball, five all-stars. might not be the best team, and you might not win the championship team. Right. The team that won was the most diverse, multiple, multiple aspects of uh, height and shooting skills. and Bench. The bench was – The yeah. bench, right. Yeah. So all those things come into play. So I like that, uh, that diversity. But you can use that in life too, right? For sure. Diverse friends, and yeah. everybody's pushing, pulling, giving, and taking. Yep. Especially in business. So you, uh, I always say you need – at least a strong five. If you got a strong five, because so each one of those are going to bring something to the table. And so if you get strong five group, man, you can do some crazy things. And I've seen it work with four, but five is like that key number because now you have that person that can be like, they are the tiebreaker or they are the one that's like, what about this? They, they push that element of greatness and so I've seen it work with four, but five is the key number that you want to have, I believe. I think a good uh, 
uh, life story to tell might come from you. So let's let's backtrack a little bit a little bit and talk about kind of are you okay with losing? And maybe I don't know if you thought of this question when it happened, but um, when you were working at was it Pure Fishing? Yeah, is where you were working. Uh, Katie was pregnant, mm-hmm. and you guys decided to. You had been doing the Herbalife and. Right, and you had to make a decision, and maybe that's—I don't know if you asked yourself that question, but are you okay with losing? But it's kind of the same aspect. You had to be okay with jumping. Yeah, uh, it, that was blount. Sorry, uh, um, pure fishing was before that, but blount, oh, okay. that's what I said. But um, yeah, so it was at a point where it was just like, yes, I'm gonna take a, I'm gonna take a cut, but everything after that cut is gonna be so much greater. And so, yes, I'm starting all over, and it's and it's a, it's all, it's pretty much a, a risk. <laughs> and so, all my life, I've been ready for risk. I do that on the daily. And so, right now, I'm in crypto. That's a risk. And so, everything I do is is risky. And so, life is risky. Shoot, you can wake up tomorrow, get hit by a car. So, I always try to live to the fullest. And so, when I made that decision, it was just like, okay, let's do it. And in the beginning, I was just flying around blindly. And then as I started to learn from the leadership there and they started teaching all those different things and it was like, okay, let me get in here and really start understanding what we're doing. And as I started to understand what I was doing, I started bouncing ideas. And now I start finding myself being creative and I'm listening to them being creative. And all of a sudden this thing just kind of erupted. And then it was like a no brainer. And then it was like, okay, we good. Yeah. Because I don't know if people, um, we become complacent um, or we breed mediocrity in our lives. And um, so I think asking yourself that question, are you okay with losing? It's okay to lose. Um, In your instance would be a perfect example. Here you are, you've got a job, you know you're going to make a paycheck. At the time, Katie was working um, as a nurse. She's making a paycheck, but she's got a baby on the way. So there's at least going to be, you know, you've got someone else. Yeah. There's going to be more bills, oh, yeah. more money. And you took the leap and and changed. And now, obviously, looking back, it's all worked out for the better. Right. And it's not always that way. True. But that's where if you take that leap and you went a different way, your ultimate goal was to, to succeed, make it better than where you were at now yep. for you and your family. And and obviously, you're a success story when it comes to that. Some people do fall flat, and that's okay. Yep. Um, it's okay for people to take chances. But when it comes to jobs, I think a lot of people get nervous. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they're good where they're at. Yep. It might not be their most favorite job, but it doesn't suck. Yeah. Um, and they want to stay. Um but they don't take the risk of leaving and, and doing something maybe they ultimately enjoy or starting their own business. And sometimes you, uh, you're so far up, you're so far up. And so you're making pretty good money. And the thought of you not having that no more, you, you kind of get like, oh man, but re- not realizing that in the very beginning, you didn't start there either. You, you had to build it up. And so people kind of get, they get comfortable right where they are. And they just like, ah, the fact that I have to start all over it might be fun, but what? 
but but what if they all it's always that what if and so i always I always like to listen to uh shout out to gary v uh he always talk about not having any regret so what he does is go to these nursing homes and listen to all these old stories from these people and hear the regret and it makes him go back out there and and lead the charge because he doesn't want to be one of those people that talk about what if they would have did this or they should have done this or they wish they could have done this. And so I don't want to have that. I wish I should have done. I want to be able to be doing it. Sure. Yeah. I think one of the, so say if, when you lose everything um, and you hit that rock bottom, yeah. the, the good thing is you can rebuild your life the way you want it now. Right. Right. So you're at the bottom. Um, and I'll tell you this, if you've got that, when we talked about this in the positive podcast is surrounding yourself with that, that positive core group of people, you hit rock bottom, um, your friends, your true friends, you're not going to do it alone. They're going to be there with you by your side. Um, the ones who truly care about you will be there uplifting, encouraging you. Um, and the nice thing is, okay, you hit rock bottom. It's a clean slate. Now you get to build your legacy, your dynasty, the way you want it. And and you don't have to look back and the regrets that you had in your first life go around or whatever you want. It's a clean slate. You get to start over. Yeah. So there's people there, and that's why we talk about surrounding yourself with with a good group of people so you can you can succeed. And I was looking up the definition, and uh, one of them was you actually set yourself free, which I thought that, that was pretty crazy. And then another one was uh, you actually are giving power to something different. So when you lose, you're actually giving up your power. And so you should never, ever give up your power, duh. But you got to start thinking of, like, we, we go through some life all the time, and we don't even take the time to look up the definitions of some of these words and what they really mean. And so we could be looking up these words and seeing what they actually mean and then turn the, turn it, turn it, turn it around and make it different. And I always like to do that now. That I, I started this thing where if I, if I hear something, I, I like to look it up and just be able to kind of understand what the definition really means. So that way I know exactly what's happening. Right. Yeah, we, everybody talks about, um, well, we go back to sports here. So you don't want to, everybody wants to win every week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in, in the NFL, everybody always asks, right, uh, how should they lose a game before they get into the playoffs, right? And there's, I think there's a little bit of truth to that. Obviously, you never want to win and, and are you never <laughs> – you never want to lose, um, but there's a little bit of truth in it of that you win every game. You're going into playoffs. you got home field advantage. You're riding high. But did your team reflect on anything that you still need to work on? Right. right? No one's perfect. Life's always going to throw you curveballs. And uh, like a great, a great story, right, the undefeated season um, – that the Patriots had the year they lost to the Giants in the Super Bowl, but they go 18-0. and They haven't lost yet. They get to the Super Bowl. Right. You know, and then they lose. And I would – I bet if they could trade a loss at the end of the season, they still had the number one seed wrapped up for that championship, they would take it. 
and not have a perfect season. Um, but they do. They come back. They learn from it, right? They use that loss um, to refocus, and they come back, and obviously they win multiple more championships. But Right. Um, Dude, I'm going to tell you something. <clears throat> it's the greatest thing I've ever seen in my whole life. So, you know, I was I was part – well, I was there – when Liberty went undefeated. 31-0. It was the craziest thing ever. So I remember them going to practice, and in the beginning, it was just like they were that good. And as they got deeper into the to the playoffs, these dudes were like so focused and so they, – they wanted to win so bad. And so they would do – I mean, they would practice – Everything and everybody would throw their best out, and and they would be they. I mean, I remember watching them just going up and down the court. And sometimes we get to go in and sub in, and they would tell us to be this one person, and we'd be, we'd be decoying and doing all this crazy stuff. These dudes wanted it so bad, and the one time that they should have lost, I never forget it. Jacob Street got the ball and did this crazy shot. The funny thing is, during the practice. They would jack around and do the shot all the time. And it happened to come and play. Ball bouncing around. Everybody's fumbling for it. He picks it up, doesn't even look, just throws it up. And that's what takes us to the playoffs. And once that was the playoffs hit, it was like they they raised the bar to a higher level. And so I think if you don't have that loss – you know that they're coming for you. And when you know that they're coming for you, you just elevate yourself to a higher level. And, and sometimes it's, it, and sometimes it, it, it plays with your psyche. And so you got to have that. You got to have everybody on one accord and they were all on one accord. That's what made them so good. Were they, well, we talked about it. Was it a, probably a diverse group? Yes. And everybody had different strengths. Everybody had a different for sure. Cause there were, the bench was clutch. Uh, they had two big men that one of them turned into a point guard as they got deeper, which was crazy. They were fundamental. So you had those people that had that fundamental. They, they, they did everything right. And then you had the, peop- the key people that played great defense. And then they had those people that if you, you fell asleep, they hit you with that three. And then I'm guessing, um, what, what was the name of the coach of that time? Mark Nussbaum. Mark Nussbaum. Um, so having a great leader too, he was and the, I'm yeah. sure you know people talk about Bill Bill Belichick, right? Yeah. I guarantee you, throughout that season, you guys are going undefeated. But when you got into practice, I bet he brought up well, so and so went, you know, six for ten from the line. Yep. So we need to be better there. We were we were uh, out rebounded in the paint or whatever. Whether you won or lost, yep. obviously you didn't lose that season, but. He probably focused on some areas where you did lose, didn't affect the outcome of the game, but these are areas that we need to work on. Right? Sure. So you kept that laser focused. Yep. You reflected on the areas you need to improve on. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. they. Um, someone wrote this down, but um, they said losing leads to winning and winning leads to success. Um, and I think that's – kind of what we're getting at. I I want people to be okay with taking a chance or yeah. not being afraid right. of losing. Yeah. Um, yep. I think everybody, I know we talk about sports, but in life in general, have lost something. Yeah. 
whether it's a family member, a job, yep. whatever it is. And that's okay. Yeah. Um, because when you reflect on those and you push forward and life goes on, right? The old, well, life goes on. Yeah. Um, and that, that losing will lead to winning. And then when you start winning and it breeds success and then you just, you just keep rolling. Yeah. I, I listen to all these guys, man. Uh, some of them had missed opportunities on big companies. They, 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 they heard about the company. They should have invested. They didn't invest. The company turns out multi-million. They missed out. But didn't stop them. Kept them, kept them hungry. Shoot, there was times we missed out on one. Wanted to invest in a company. Closed it. They closed the, the round. I couldn't get in anymore. Company just started taking off. It was just like, ah! But kept me interested. So I keep on listening and finding different things to be able to take those risks. Yeah, I think losing is humbling. Yeah. And uh, and it makes you refocus and, and prepare harder. It, it lets you understand the other side, right? If you're on the winning side, it lets you understand their feelings whenever it's happened to you. Yeah. I look back at being a Kansas City fan, so I look at the Chiefs playoff loss versus Brady in the AFC Championship game. They come back next year refocused, running back, right, whatever, and they win the Super Bowl again. Yeah. And then I look at the Royals. They lose in the World <laughs> Series. What do they do? They, can't they refocus. <laughs> and that was a team, you talk about diversity. Yeah. That team was not lighting up the scoreboard. No. no. They weren't. I mean, they had super talented players, but they didn't go out and buy the best players. Everything was, they were just a great team. Yeah, yeah. And everybody had different things that they did really well. Yeah. Um, from speed to defense, that was a more defensive team than anything. Right. But, right, they refocused in the offseason. So, losing can be humbling, um, but it, it can also help you yeah. to th- succeed fully in the end. I think you said the key thing is, is refocusing. Uh, so when you lose, are you, do you just throw the towel in or do you actually refocus and actually see those spots where you just was like, I was almost there. I'm just missing this and this. And so then you go out there and find those missing pieces or you happen to bump into those missing pieces, and but you still remember them and you're able to have that conversation with those people and now you're leading you to the to the ship. Yeah, I think uh, a loss should prompt reflection. Yes. Every time you lose, you should reflect what happened. Was it something out of my hands I couldn't have done anything with? Or was it something I could have uh, done something to make sure I didn't lose? Um, losing is a great form of feedback. Yeah. Um, you talk, I was uh, reading a guy who did a big... Oh, what do you call it? Um, a deal for a, a company, but like a slideshow, a big, a big thing, and it was to get hired on to have your company do the whatever it needed to be for that company. So it came down to two different companies, and they both gave their slideshows. And this guy thought he hit it out of the park, right? Yeah. And he lost. He didn't get the gig, but he asked them, you know, what did, why did you take them over me? And so they tell you, you know, well, you. This area you could have, you know, could have been a little better or whatever. So he used that feedback, and then next year, boom, yes, right? He's back in the game, and he improved on it. Maybe the maybe the other team who was so used to winning, they got complacent, right? And then they lose out 
because these guys who've lost before know that feeling and they refocused, dedicated more time and, and yeah. blew it out of the park. So yeah, losing can be humbling, but it's something that you definitely can learn from. Yeah. I, I think I, I, I think I kind of remember what, what happened. I was looking at our, I was looking at uh, the different things because sometimes uh, people get caught up in the social media aspect of things. And so they, they post something and they don't get enough likes or they don't get enough attention that they thought they were going to get. And so, they kind of stopped doing it. And so I was, I was looking at, uh, I was looking at some of our stuff and I was laughing cause I was just was like, man, this is funny. Got six views. Now, if I wasn't where I was at, I would have took that some type of way, but I'm looking at it. And I'm just like, we took, we, we're doing something. Mm-hmm. And so the people that are taking the time and viewing, thank you. Appreciate you. But I was laughing because I was just was like, we don't, the thing that's going to make us lose is stopping. Mm-hmm. So we're just practicing. We're getting, we're working on our craft. We're getting our craft to it's perfect. And then all of a sudden, boom, we're, we're in a different place. We're not down here in the basement. Our lights are different. The TV screen is different. Everything is different. And they, and everybody's going to be like, how did you, how did see you guys wasn't paying attention when we were doing this. Mm-hmm. And now we didn't change and involve because we got the key components in place. And now you're like, I should have. Nah, too late. We're doing bigger and better things now. Yeah, I think. And success takes time. Yeah. And uh, and it's funny you brought up our podcast because we had talked about it forever. So one thing we did that we've already discussed here is we took that leap yep. and just we set a date and said, let's just do it. Yeah. And two, I started telling people about this. And for the most part, my core group, oh, it's so awesome, you know, and they were positive. There are people, though, that even said it to me, oh, is it just going to be a hobby? Oh, you're not looking to, you know, it's just to waste time. It's kind of fun. Yeah. Well, it is fun. Right. But but we are taking this challenge on, and um, there's going to be some losses on the way and some plateaus, and success does not – Go straight up. <laughs> no, sir. Right? It goes up, comes down, up. Come. As long as you're projecting over the years of at least going up little by little, yeah. that's fine. And you come down a little bit, but then you go back up. Yep. You look at the the stock market yes, over uh, the past hundred years, <laughs> and it goes up. It's crashed a couple times, <laughs> but it's bigger than ever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know right now the stock market is – tanking a little bit with what's going on in the world. Right. But it's still a lot more than where it's come from. Yeah. So it's as long as it's continually getting better. With the guys that work in Wall Street don't go, well, I guess it, in 2008, right? Well, everything crashed. We're done. Yeah. Right? <laughs> sell Wall Street. So yeah. Everybody sell their stocks. <laughs> we're not doing this anymore. No, that's not how life works. Nope. Get back on the horse. And get to climbing. Yeah. Um, I wanted to throw these five things at you. So this is by a lady named Kim Perel, but um, she wrote down five lessons learned from losing everything. And I just wanted to touch on a few and and, kind of see what you think. So number one was believe in yourself. Um, Don't let those doubters creep in. We talked about right when we started this podcast. I could have said, ah. (laughs) <laughs> there's some negativeness out there. Now I don't want to do it. I'm too afraid, Todd, you just do it. Or, 
<laughs> or you wait. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. That is. Um, yeah. Like when you changed and you did Herbalife. How many? I mean, we could go on forever about people doubting oh, yeah. the success yep. of Herbalife. Yep. Um, and staying focused to, to prove yourself right. So um, believing in yourself, I think, is a big one. Believing in yourself is huge. Uh, I talk about this all the time, to, especially to, to uh, women, because they're, they're, the, they're the biggest critics. And so, uh, fellas, we do it too. And it's just, I don't know where it happened. I don't know where, where it stopped, but it's all about your imagination. The minute we stop imagining it's hard for you to start believing in anything. So if you, nobody is going to know how to succeed better than you. You should know exactly what it is that you want to do. You should know how to get there and just go out there and do it. There's nobody stopping you. That's the biggest thing. Nobody is stopping. Nobody is setting up a plan to be like, oh, Pat, he's trying to do this. I'm not going to let him do that. Yeah. No. Yeah. Believing in yourself first and foremost, when you wake up in the morning and yeah, Believe in yourself, and then everything else will just fall into place. But if you don't believe in yourself, then forget it. Yeah. Um, I mean, shoot, look at right Barack Obama becoming the first black president in the United States. He could have quit a long time ago and said, that's not a goal that I want. I mean, come on. He had everything going against him. Right. But no. Yeah. He kept going. He believed in himself and and the stuff that he wanted to get done, right or wrong, whether you like him or not, but but he believed in himself, and uh, from early on, and was obviously in other politics. But his ultimate goal, um, I would suspect, was becoming the president, yeah. and it, and he did. Yeah. So that's number one. Number two is expect uncertainty. Mm. We threw out life will throw you curveballs, um, so you got to be flexible. And adaptable. Yeah. Uh, my, my favorite leader, he says, you got to just be level. Don't be too high. Don't be too low. Just stay right there. No matter what happens, just it's, it's okay. And just stay level. Yeah. There's, um, well, let's just, I love football, right? So I'm going to, I'm going to relate it to that. But there's grass fields. There's turf fields. If oh, and indoor versus outside, right? Right. The Colts who played inside um, all those years with Manning, but he's one of the best quarterbacks ever, right? He had to be flexible and adaptable to most every other, right? He's playing in cold weather and rain and on grass, and he didn't let all that, all those different curveballs and weather. No, nope. he he took it with stride and figured out a way to win that game. Yep. But you can use that in life too, right? We talk about the stock market. Well, okay, it's going down. Well, what can we do, right? Do you do you take money from some stock? Whenever the stock market goes down, there's always other stocks that do well. Yep. Um, so you do you just hold, and that's okay. Yep. Or do you pull some money, maybe put it over here, right, yeah. to level that off? But you need to be adaptable and flexible yeah. um, in life, for sure. Um, number three was choose to have a growth mindset. Mm. And I think you guys, mm. you and Katie, have a huge growth mindset yeah. when it comes to your business. Yeah, you constantly, you constantly got to be – things are always changing. I mean, just look at your phone. It's always changing. 
So you got to be always trying to either be a step ahead or be with it. And so if you a step ahead, you just fall right into place. And so you look like you are an early adapter. And so um, that's one of the biggest things that we do. We, we, we're always in personal growth. We're always trying to learn and trying to find out more stuff about yourself, actually, because when it's all said and done, that's what you got to wake up and see. So you're trying to find more stuff about yourself to be like, okay, how do I react to this? How do I react to that? What makes me happy? Where's my joy? And then what's going to push me? What am I going after? And so you got to constantly be trying to check yourself. Yeah. I think having that, when you have that fixed mindset or, um, you know, you just, you believe one way and that's just the way it's going to be, but it creates limitations. Yes, sir. Um, <laughs> we talk about, uh, we talked about being diverse, like in basketball, right? The undefeated team and, and you were super diverse, but if you had a fixed mindset as a coach of, okay, I need uh, well, the Warriors would be a great example, right? The prototypical NBA team, right? Shooting guard, point guard, you got two great power forwards and, and one giant athletic center. Right. No. Nope. They got they're basically like playing small ball. Yep. But it works. Um, so they're, you know, they that growth mindset that their coach took of um, we're going to grow into the league and it's becoming a three-point league. And so I can see that that's how it's changing. And if we stay with status quo, we're going to fall behind. Yeah. And it, and it's worked. So yeah. um, they didn't limit themselves to, to the status quo or the breeding mediocrity as we, we talk about it and being complacent. Yeah. Um, I love this one, number four, which is fail forward. If you do fail moving forward, we talk about, you know, anytime you lose, use that time to reflect, reset, and learn to be better. Um, And I I found this kind of interesting. So we talk about entrepreneurs in this country and everybody's wanting to do this and build stuff and start a company. If you've done it and then you lost, you're two times more likely to succeed than the person that's trying it for the first time. Yep. Right? Uh, look at everything that's ever been invented. I mean, shoot, Steve Jobs was fired from the company he invented. Yeah. Came back 10 years later, and now look at where Apple's at. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So um, always fail forward. There's yeah. always something to learn from. Take the things that were good. Not all of it was probably bad. Right. And then refocus and, and reinvent the mind on the parts you can work on. I always say it's like a, it's like an alligator chasing you. You fall down. You're not going to stand there and just chill. You're going to get back up real quick. So get up as fast as you can learn, develop, go. Don't stay on the ground. Are you going to get eaten? <laughs> True. Her last one was uh focus your vision. Um, you always talk about, a lot about right where's your vision at and so like when it comes to your business i've i've talked to you and i think um your vision is a little bit different than some of the other people that have done the same business right in my mind if i'm off on that nope, then you're on it. um but you're the where you're wanting to be in growth 
in your vision is a different path than what someone else took. Yep. Um, and I've seen it. You're doing things a different way, but um, focus on your vision. Uh, you talk a lot about writing, writing a journal down, and that's a great way to keep focused yep. on the vision you want. Yep. Um, but that was her last one that she wrote down. But So the cool thing about vision is it can change. So you can ha- so as you grow, your vision can actually you can actually see that your vision was small in the beginning. And so as you grow, you can actually change your vision and make it expand. And so what I always try to tell people is make sure that whatever you're doing is in line because there's going to be some things that are just going to come into your, your your way and into your your eyesight that's going to make you say, "Should I change this and do this?" No, you just got to stay focused. And if it's not in line with what you're trying to do, just just say, hey, that's not for me. And just keep on going towards what it is that you're trying to achieve. Uh, vision is huge. A lot of people don't have vision. It says, <laughs> I don't want to go to the good word, but I'm going to go to the good word. It says, a man without vision perishes. And so, um, and then it also says, uh, he who writes a plan, who are, he who writes the vision um uh, man, I'm not going to say it right, but you know what I mean. You've you got to run for your vision. So basically, if you write it down and you see it, it's actually going to make you do what you need to do to go run for it. And so I have to go back and look that up. I'm going to have it next time, I promise you. Uh, but, yeah, it, so it's really important to have that vision to be able to know where you're going, know where you're headed, know who's coming with you, and then you kind of paint it for the people. So if the people are coming into your to your tunnel or into your whatever it is that you're doing, you can actually show them so that way they know what they're actually shooting for and working for. And then you can kind of align and then y'all can go together and faster. Yeah, I think that kind of plays into the uh, your mindset. So whatever your vision is, but how you think is how you're going to feel. And so if you want to uh, start a business, but, and you know, your vision is to, to let's just say, start a nutrition club. And, um, but how, you know, you're waking up and you're thinking, okay, I want to, I want to be positive and I'm going to start, um, this is kind of my mindset and I want the bar here and, and doing all this. And, and so you're feeling it and you're creating that energy, um, instead of letting that, the doubters creep in. And then you start thinking of all the, the negative things and, and then that's how you're going to feel. And it just kind of leads you off stray and down another path. And, yeah. Um, um, and then, and then others, the way they see you, right? So others ultimately will see you as you see yourself. Um, so if you see yourself in a positive light and a leader, um, especially in sports, right? Especially yeah. when it comes to um, coaching and they look at that coach and, and how that coach acts and perseveres under pressure and, um, and that's how the players or your team at your business or wherever it may be um, a teacher in a classroom and how you act and how you feel and that energy, yep. and that's how they're going to, f- they're going to feed off you. Yep. Um, this was funny. So I, <laughs> I wrote this down and it's uh, cause I see a lot of complaining going on in this country and, or just really not even the country, just right around here. But man, there's, there's always complaining going on. Right. And so, this little quote was, uh, complaining is like trying to get out of a hole by using a shovel instead of a ladder. And uh, it's true. 
Like you just, if it's, it's okay if it's, uh, you need to complain about something um, that isn't right, but what are you doing to move forward? Um, if you complain too much, you just dig in a hole. Yeah. And yeah. you're never going to move on. Yeah. Right? I always They always say, take ownership. So if you take ownership, you don't have time to complain because if you're complaining, there is something that you could be doing instead. So take ownership and get get the get the thing solved. Yeah. Solve the problem. And while you're complaining, the guy or the girl that's not complaining just passed you by. Oh yeah. And whatever you're complaining about that you wanted, they figured out a way to get. Yep. They problem solved. Yeah. They Reflect just, on it and move on. Um right. life's not fair. Oh yeah. Nor should it be. Yeah. It's not meant to be. This is no, it doesn't because if everything was fair, it doesn't create a hunger. Yeah. Dang, they racing out there. <laughs> I heard that. Um, well, it's nice weather out there, so I don't blame them. <laughs> but, yeah, it creates that hunger and that drive for people to want to succeed and yeah. be better. Yeah. If we if we created this life is fair utopia, what is, in my mind, what does that look like? Then it's just everybody just laying around and now you're lazy. And, yep. Well, it doesn't matter because it's all fair and we all get the same amount of money and we all have the same jobs and we all, it looks boring and yeah. there's no drive. Yeah. No one has any drive to do anything. There's no excitement. No. No excitement. It seems super boring to me. Yeah. Um, giving up is always an option. And I was reading, I'm like, giving up is an option? <laughs> and so <laughs> um, it is an option. Um for the weak hearted. Yeah. <laughs> I think if you're giving up is a is a can be a good option if you're wanting to change that vision. Like if you use it in that light, yeah. then I think that's okay. So if you're like, this is what I want to do, it's not working out. Pivoting. Yeah, pivoting I think's a better better word. Yeah. Yeah. Than than giving up. Um pivot though to to what will work, being adaptable and flexible. Yeah. yeah. I guess giving up's not a great word, but um but pivoting. That works that works well. Um now I think uh what was I I was wanting to oh we we were talking about losing and uh in sports. We talked about MJ, but Tom Brady is another one. Going through all that he's starting coming out of high school, right? And he goes to Michigan, and he's what the – I think he was the third-string quarterback. I mean, he didn't even – right? But he made the best of his opportunities. His goal was, was to always become a starter. And, yeah. And then he gets drafted, right? We all know the story um, about his draft. If you never watched it, you can go watch the Brady Six, and it's the six quarterbacks that were drafted before him, right? And he's drafted late rounds. Then he goes to – the Patriots, and he was like the fourth string quarterback. And, um, but you look at where he is now, so that adversity and being adaptive and and having that laser focus and and moving forward. Um, and I think he always knew he always knew that he was going to be there, and so because of that, that gave him a lot of time on the sideline where he was doing that studying, getting better, improving his his skills, and then when his time was ready. 
he was like, okay. And that's why when you see him do those different things at the on the sideline looking at the, the Microsoft, I mean, this dude has been playing in the league forever. He don't even have to do that. Right. But he's still. Yeah. Because he's, he's got that, he's got that what's they call that, uh, fundamental. He's fundamentally sound. He's just over there like, okay. Hey, Anthony, I got you on the next one, bro. Right, and he doesn't – so when he left the Patriots, um, he didn't have to do anything else. No. Ever again. Nope. And his legacy was done. Done. First ballot Hall of Fame. He doesn't have to do anything. Yeah. Um, but he moved on, right? He wasn't afraid. I don't think, in my mind, he wasn't afraid of losing. Yeah. And he just kept wanting – you talk about – um, sports versus life, and in sports, your ultimate goal, you have the one championship at the end of the year. But I think in Brady's mind, it wasn't just the one championship. He took it as a life's goal. Yeah. And he wanted to win multiple and always be great um, in everything that he's done. Yeah. He, he said something, so I quoted him. This is from Tom Brady. He said, too often in life, Something happens, and we blame other people for us not being happy or satisfied or fulfilled. So so the point is we all have choices, and we make the choice to accept people or situations or to not accept the situations. Mm. And I think, you know, we we funny. always look to who we're going to blame first yeah. for not winning. That was funny. Um, Bill Belichick's always telling his team, just do your job. Yeah. Right, and if everybody does their job and gives it their all more times than not, um, um, you're winning. winning, and you're not, you know, and and when someone does mess up or whatever it is, right, you're there, right by their side, lifting them up. You're moving on, but yeah. do your job. Don't be blaming other people because life's not fair, right? So we talked about that. I think one thing also is. We, we we see these guys, and we think that they are supernatural. And the crazy part is you've got the same stuff instilled in you. You just haven't tapped into it. So maybe you're not a quarterback, but maybe you have another skill at computers. You just got to tap into whatever it is. And that's where you guys got to self-reflect, where you got to sit down with yourself and see what are my strengths, what am I good at, and then you start going 110% and, and push those things and watch what you can do. You'll be the, you'll be the superstar. Yeah. You have this um, hung up. So the quote <clears throat> is a lot longer, but the principle of it is hanging up at your club. Um, when I first learned about it, and it was, it was an amazing quote, was in the movie Coach Carter. Mm -hmm. And I can't remember the guy that, that says it, his character's name, but it's the, it's the kid that gets in trouble quite a bit on that team. He yeah. like quits and then he has to come back. And speaking of giving up as an option, right? He did give up, but then he's like, no. Yeah. And he comes back and how many, then he have to do like a bunch of the wind oh, sprints. Yeah. Cause coach Carter said to play, you have to do this many push-ups. Push yeah. He had a, he, those, those are the valleys. Those are the, the those things that are going to be challenging to really see if, is this, what you, is this really what you want? Is this really? We're going to see if this is really what you want. So you're going to have those times and whatever it is that you're doing, and you're going to have be tested, and it's going to be like, let's see if you're going to be able to stay strong and do exactly yeah. what you said you was going to do. And that's a great, speaking of that movie, that's a, right? That's so great. Coach Carter takes that job. Yeah. 
he could have gave up the first practice. Oh, yeah. But his goal and vision was to take that team yeah. and become winners, not on the court, right. but in life. life. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great movie, and it's a great analogy for yeah. kind of what we're talking about yeah. of are you okay with losing? And he turned that team around. Obviously, they do win a bunch, but, yeah. but they became winners in life. Yep. Um, so in that movie, um, that kid, and I, I can't remember the basis, but the coach asks – um, what are you most afraid of? Yeah. I believe. What's your uh, biggest fear? What's your biggest fear? Yeah. yeah. And so he says, but the quote in the movie um, is, our greatest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. So the quote kind of goes on a little bit, and it says, we ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? Your playing small does not serve the world. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. Yeah, yeah. It's an amazing quote. But, but let's break down the very beginning of that, and that's kind of alludes to what we're talking about with are you okay with losing but um our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure it is our light not our darkness that most frightens us so to me don't be um don't have that fear of being super successful and becoming that great leader or that entrepreneur um that shouldn't be your fear although it is a lot of people's fear of becoming their ultimate goal and what they want to be. Yeah. Um, the darkness is just kind of there, but that shouldn't frighten you. Um, or that should frighten you, and don't let the, the succeeding part frighten you. Yeah. Um, but I love that quote. I, I like it because it's like uh, the darkness is your comfort zone. Right. So you're, you're chilling in your comfort zone, and you're scared to step out on a limp. And that's where you, that's where the light is. So it's like, you have this, you have this thing that keeps on haunting you and you're like, man, I should be doing this or I want to do this, but you don't do it because you're afraid of people judging or people giving you criticism. And it's like, no, you should take that on. Cause what they're going to do is tell you those things that you need to go work on. And then you go work on those things and you shine bright. And once they see you shining bright, they're going to pull their self up. Now you're going to give them the power to be able to say, I can do that too. And so I like, I love that thing. I yeah, love that. It's great. So I would say we've kind of gone over a lot of stuff here, but to, to tie it up at the beginning of the deal. And, and last week you asked me, are you okay with losing? So me personally, with all the reading I've done this week and really reflecting <laughs> on that question more than I ever have, um, is I am okay with losing as long as I'm reflecting on those losses and failing forward, as we talked about, um, and striving to, to keep succeeding in all aspects, right, with family, uh, with God, with work, um, if I play any intramural sports going forward, but... Um, I am okay with losing. Yeah. I would I would say is my yes. I am. 
So, um, and for all you people out there, it is okay to lose, but use kind of what we talked about and the whole, the self-reflection, I think, is probably the biggest, one of the biggest keys. Um, everybody's going to lose in life, yep. but it's how you fail forward um, from those losses, and then you start winning, and then winning breeds success. Yeah. Um, Clay, was there, uh, so we kind of messed this up and so we're doing it on a Monday now. Everybody's <laughs> been so used to us doing this on a Tuesday. Um, wicka, wicka, wicka. I know I threw a curveball today, Sorry. right? Life's curveballs. Yeah. Hey, but we're having a, you got to make going it going away thing tomorrow. So we, we built it in tonight, but yeah, it's a great topic and I'm glad we got to do it. Um, I know I talked about, uh, I'm still trying to find a couple people. I'd like to talk about the wrestling thing again. I know we were going to see talk about bringing him back up this week. But, yeah. Um, Everybody's busy. Right. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I don't know. World's kind of wild right now. So let's, uh, I suppose, you know, I keep watching the news and it's ridiculous over there in Ukraine. But we'll, uh, speaking of going through adversity, boy, man. And there's a lot going on here, too. But if you're losing, you just find a way to find that ladder and get out of that hole yeah. and keep moving forward. So it's been a great show. Clay, yeah. thanks for coming tonight. And uh, we'll be back next week. And uh, stay positive. Yeah. Don't be afraid to lose. <laughs> and always. Go and be great, people. That's Let's right. Go. We'll see you later. Deuces. This podcast was brought to you in part by Rise Nutrition.